What's going on everybody? It's your boy Big Junior 93 and I'm back with another fantasy football episode. And yes, we are talking about running backs, just like I promised last time. Of course, it's not just me by myself. I have my friend Rogelio here with me. We're going to be back, guys. Uh Rogelio, I didn't even ask you about this in the last episode, but what what do you like to do? Like tell us a little bit about yourself. So you know so that the listeners feel like they know you a little all bit. Right, all right. Well, yeah, I know my name is Rogelio. Um, guitar player extraordinaire. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I play in a band called Carbide that my friend here, Julian, used to manage, not no more. Uh, see, I got a little bit busy, okay? So I had to step down from my position. You got fired, okay? So you didn't, you didn't step down. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, well, that's what I do. I play guitar, and uh, I'm also a big sports fan. Love watching boxing. Football, basketball, you know, all, all the, shebang. All the contact sports. Contact sports, you know, not none of that tennis shit though. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, tell us a little bit more about your band. Like, uh, like, how when when can people see you? Or like, how do people know? Actually, we have a show going on on the thirty first of this month at uh, Rudy Yards. We go on at nine p.m. If y'all are interested. Okay. Cool, cool. You got Facebook and all that? Yeah, we have a Facebook handle on Carbide Band. So you can look us up. We're one of the first ones that come up. And also Instagram, Carbide, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. So uh, look, look out for us. Cool, Carbide. cool, cool. That's C-A-R-B-I-D-E. <laughs> That's Carbide. Cool. Go ahead and check them out, people, because their music is pretty good. I like them. If you're into that, with a punk rock? Punk rock with a twist. Yeah. It's pretty good if you like that kind of stuff. Just check them out, Spotify, at Carbide. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on into a fantasy football episode. But first, let me get into some news that's been going on around in the league. Uh, you know, of course, preseason games just happened. So, you know, some players already got injured. You have uh, other players who just don't feel like playing. Looking at you, Antonio Brown. <laughs> uh, so let me just go ahead and start with this. Uh, Jermaine Curse of the Lions went down after a run play. Uh, the trainer immediately covered his lower leg with a towel and put him in an air cast. Um, not too sure how this will affect the team considering they still have Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay. Uh, so it might oh, not be... Oh, yeah, right. He tore ACL. Uh, who? It's Curse, right? No, 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 no. Well, well, yeah, I think so. I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, I don't know how big of an impact it's going to take to the team uh, since they still have their main two wide receivers uh, but I don't know what do you think I don't know I think the Lions I just want to put a fork in them already early man <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't think so I mean, I mean we just have to wait and see for the other preseason games to see any other wide receivers step up true uh, Kiki Cutie from the Houston Texans immediately grabbed his right knee when he went down and was carted off the field. Uh, he's not expected back anytime soon. Uh, to as, be to be honest, I kind of as serious as it may seem, it's actually not that serious. I mean, to be honest, I kind of already assumed that he was going to be injured again because yeah, this guy yeah, is. He just seems to be injured. This guy, is, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so I'm not really too sure, even though it's not a really serious uh, injury, I'm not really too sure how how well I am to be drafting this guy uh, for your fantasy leagues. Because even if he is good to go, who's to say that he's gonna he's that he's not gonna get injured again? True. You know. True. So like, can he stay injury not injury prone? You know, so he can stay on the field and get you points. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, Doug Marone doesn't think that wide receiver Marquise Lee for the Jaguars will be ready to start for the regular season. Uh, I don't even think the Jaguars have anything going on. I mean, receiver wise, they're they're kind of they're 
They don't really have much receivers. At least a lot, not a lot of talent. <clears throat> Theo Riddick, uh, who just uh, signed with the Broncos, uh, suffered a slight fracture in the shoulder during a preseason game Thursday at Seattle. He's out for six to eight weeks, uh, but the good thing is that he doesn't need any surgery. Uh, he should return after two to four regular season games, so it's not a big hit. And with this guy, they were saying that he was doing really good with the Broncos, that he was actually moving up uh, ahead of Royce Freeman as a, as a backup. Uh, but now since he got injured, you know, Royce Freeman's going to be back in the picture. And uh, we'll talk about the preseason games. I have my thoughts about them, uh, those two running backs. Uh, Actually, yeah, Theo Riddick, like, I always thought he was a pretty decent running back. <clears throat> just in the wrong scheme. Yeah, I believe he's going to do good. Uh, but we'll just see when he comes back and see how the Broncos handle their three-back running back situation. <clears throat> and then... Uh, Matt Nagy says that wide receiver Anthony Miller for the Bears suffered a sprained ankle and did not practice today. That's what I hate about preseason, man. They just, <laughs> they just want to like, I don't want to put any players in there. It's gonna might get injured. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I mean, God. what I noticed about the preseason game is that there was a lot of teams. There were some teams that put in their starters, but there was a lot of teams that did not put in anybody that they're gonna start. Yeah, like what I think it was like maybe the Cardinals had like the first guys out there for a little bit i think the Redskins had their first guys out for a little bit yeah if anything they played like maybe one series and that was it yeah uh okay and the last thing that i have is antonio brown has oh told God. team officials that unless he gets to wear his old helmet he would not play football again how scared are you of with this guy look coming from a guy that's drafted ab two times two two seasons in a row uh, this is really it's really disappoints me a bit i mean right now i currently have him at wide receiver seven but simply because we don't know how if this situation is going to get handled if i'm drafting him at that same position yeah as the main thing is production because I, I really don't think Derek carr has the same capabilities at roethlisberger to get him the ball so it's tough i, I have him as i have him as like my yeah like around number eight as my receivers to go with, just because there's a lot more talent that they joined the league over those last couple seasons. Yeah, but right now it's not looking really good for the Raiders. Uh, we're getting to the preseason game with it them. It really irritates me though. Like really, <laughs> like first your first your feet. Like how you, why, why are you not putting on the right feet, foot gear to go to the cryogenics? And now this helmet thing. I yeah. mean, if Tom Brady's doing it, if Aaron Rodgers doing it, who are you? You know what I'm saying? He's at, he's Antonio Brown. <laughs> I mean, he already says that he doesn't need football. He doesn't. He doesn't have to play football. He wants to play football because he loves it. But he, it just, it's not anything that he has to do. So it could be a decision-making time for him of whether or not he's gonna play. So if he doesn't play, I want nothing to do with him. But let's go ahead and move on to some preseason games. Um, didn't get to watch a whole lot of it, but I did watch highlights and you know just took my uh, analysis from their that point of views and stuff. Uh, but before I move on, I just want to say also, uh, I didn't even get to say it from the beginning, but we're recording here at Bohemios, is that correct? Bohemios. Here in Houston, a little lounge. Houston uh, area, bro. little lounge area that we could just hang out and chill and do a podcast that's where it's no music. Uh, it's a little bit quietly. I mean, you do hear the wind, or at least I think you do. But... Yeah, you can catch a beer here, or you can catch some nachos, pizza. Yeah. Which we will after this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, so go ahead and check it out if you want to come by. 
Uh, so let's go ahead and move into the preseason games. Uh, we're gonna start off with the Ram and Raiders. <laughs> wow, that's that's very interesting. <laughs> Raiders are first. Um, so a little, little notes I took. Uh, did you get to watch any of the preseason games? I already caught a couple of highlights from uh, some of the players that I was more interested in. Gotcha. Got a lot of things going on in life, you know. <laughs> yeah, I just watched the highlights too to see, uh, you know, new players, well not new players, but players on new teams and uh, see how well they do and then uh, players coming from injury, rookies. Uh, you know, top 10 draft picks. Too. Yeah, see how well they do. So uh, moving on to the Ram and Raiders, a uh, little notes that I took. Um, JJ Nelson could be a top wide receiver for the Raiders, you know, considering that Antonio Brown it might not play or if his situation ever gets fixed, you might drama queen, you might want to look at JJ Nelson as a wide receiver to pick up since there's really no other wide receivers to uh, contest that. He looked really good in the preseason, so uh, of course he didn't have their car thrown in the ball, so it could be different. Uh, and also, I want to say too, like I don't know what you can take from preseason games because people could look at it as it's a preseason game. They're playing against twos and threes, so like how well they're really doing. But I take it as you know these players are playing for a job so they're going to do the best that they can so if they show to be good enough to get on the team they should be really good fantasy wise i mean who was the one last year that came off of preseason that become a really good player i mean because if it's top 10 i like to look at top 10 like draft picks like i did i took a chance on saquon and boy did he give me some points <laughs> uh I mean, yeah, you could look at it either way with preseason, but that's the way I look. So I'm just going to go ahead and continue with the think, notes and analysis that I your, have. I think preseason helps your, like, your gut feeling, your gut choice sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're like, stuck in a pickle. You're I mean, like, at the same time, you got to think about it too, is that even though they're not the same players playing in the regular NFL season, it's still the same coach and still the same uh, system that they're going to be running. So you get it, actually get to look at what the offense or defense looks like uh so if they do good with the twos and threes just imagine what they could do with the ones I, yeah i think you know it helps when you're like in some deep leagues like you know when you have to get some of these guys you know yeah 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 um so moving on i do raiders do have a run game uh washington could be a threat to the raiders running back uh running backs uh he could be either a two or three. He did really good. Uh, and then also the Rams' defense is still pretty good. Uh, Raiders' defense are on the come up. At least it looks like it to me. They did pretty good against the Rams. But of course, like I said, they didn't play against Jared Goff and the first team. So who's yeah. to say how well they're going to do in the season? It's pretty elementary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving on to the next game, we have Cowboys and 49ers. Now, uh... Wait, I didn't get a catch that one. Did you? Did Garoppolo play? I don't think so. I didn't see him on the field. That's just that's the one I'm interested in because like I'm like, is, can he play? If anything, I believe they'll put him in the next game or or, or maybe the, the fourth we'll, one, we'll, maybe the third or fourth one. No, not the fourth one. Fourth ones, we we know that yeah. no ones, no twos are going to be playing. It's going to be straight third, three and four to see who, who makes the team. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe three, right? Maybe the second game, third I think, game. I think third one's when they usually put him in for like a quarter or two. And usually around the first or second uh, game, but third third game is more like they put in for one series and that's it. Uh, but what I got from that game, uh, the Cowboys offense does not look the same without Elliott. That that Prescott did start and he did play, and they just do not look the same. That Prescott though was able to throw the football, which is a good sign. Uh, but that running back game, they just kept getting stumped and stuffed every single play. Uh, so and. 
I mean, if they get Elliott back, they're going to be a top offense team. But until then, I'm I not. I mean, one thing to keep in mind, let's be real. The O-line guys, they don't really try all that hard in the preseason. Yeah, yeah, but still at the same time, I mean. You, you, you can miss the presence. I, I mean, if, if, if you know that they're not the ones and twos of the O-line, you still need backup. So those guys still have to show that they're good enough to be on the team and back them up and, and show that they can still help the team succeed. You know? True, true, true. So, but yeah, that, that offense does not look the same. Uh, Michael Gallup looks to be a number two wide receiver for the Cowboys. Uh, we already know Amari Cooper is going to be the number one. Michael Gallup showed some uh, promising stuff uh, in the preseason game against the 49ers. Uh, and also what I know is that I believe maybe the Cowboys kicker could be a nice pickup. I know people don't really uh, think about kickers or defense, whatever, but sometimes they could, they could come in the clutch sometimes. Boy. <laughs> I mean, Boy. I was looking. I was looking at the uh, the kickers for the Cowboys, and because pretty much that's all they did. All they did was kick field goals. Uh, so if the Cowboys team is anything like that without Elliott, they're going to be a good team to, to be able to get down the field, but not good enough to score. So they'll be able to get in field goal range, and your kicker could get you some good points from there. Uh, oh, 49ers do have a run game. Uh, 49ers are decent enough to be picked up uh, defensively because uh, they do have a good defense and um, they look to be able to throw the ball as well so if Jimmy G does come back and, and is a starting quarterback I think it's going to be a good offensive team I think he might have a slow start though maybe yeah I can see that happen you know they want they might want to try to ease him in back into the NFL but it's all good <laughs> Uh, moving on to Steelers and Buccaneers. Uh, Winston looks great. Uh, I He might be proving me wrong this year. Uh, of course, it's preseason. New, new head coach, right? Oh, Bruce yeah. Arians. Bruce Arians, oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. I forgot about that Bruce guy. Arians. Uh, but like I said, of course, it's preseason games. I mean, we don't know how consistent he can stay in a regular season. But right now, he does look great. He does have a good chemistry with uh, Chris Godwin, who could be a number uh, two wide receiver since, you know, they have Mike Evans. Uh, and they have no Adam Humphreys. He's off to Tennessee. Uh, Ronald Jones. It's going to be a good running back as well for the Buccaneers. He might be the number one. So uh, if they run the ball the, any way they were doing it in the preseason game, they're going to be a good run team. So they just forgot about Doug Martin? Like Doug Martin's never... Or Doug, no, Doug Martin's with the Raiders. Oh. Yeah. But, but I mean, he's not what he used to be, huh? No, not really. No. No, 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 no. Um, also, too, I want to say Andre Ellington might be a threat to the running back uh, two position. Uh, and that's because he did good in the preseason. He already has, he already knows how Bruce Arians' offense works. He, they played with each other back in the Arizona. Uh, so he might be a nice pickup if you're looking for a running back late rounds. Uh, Dobbs would be a good pickup if uh, Big Ben goes down. Uh, he looked pretty good running from the pressure and it was able to throw the ball as well. Uh, Jalen Samuels could be a good running back too for Connor as well because uh, he did great. Uh, and you know, Connor might be injury prone considering that he got injured last year. So if he does go down, you might want to have him as your, uh, as your cuff if you do draft James Connor. Uh, but if he's on the waiver wire and you're just looking at him and James Conner does go down, you got to get him quick. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, moving on to the Texans and Packers. Did you get to watch any of that? I got, I got, I got actually got to see like the fourth quarter of that actually. I actually only saw the first and second quarter, but you know I watched the highlights over again. And uh, to be honest, I didn't really like what I saw from the Texans uh, in the first and second quarter. What I did like though is that Jordan Aikens uh, could be a good tight end for the Texans. Red zone. Uh, yes, uh, he. Texans definitely need a tight end to uh, rely on because all I have right now is uh, well DeAndre Hopkins, Wolf Fuller is there, but who's to say he might? Who's to say that he doesn't get hurt again? You know. True. Uh, and then Kiki Cutie, like I just said earlier, went down. Uh, even though it's not a serious injury, we don't know if he's gonna stay on the field. That's why you don't put your your receivers like good receivers as punt return. Yeah, I mean maybe, but. Uh, they do still have Lamar Miller as a running back who might have a threat to his position um, considering that the Texans just traded for Duke Johnson. A 2020 conditional draft pick, I think third. I think fourth round It could pick. be a third depending how many starts he gets. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, yeah, so he might have a, Lamar Miller might have a threat to his position and to be honest, Duke Johnson might be the better option since he can catch the balls He's a in the back. threat running back. Uh, and Lamar, you know, Lamar Miller's, Lamar Miller's old, so. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, we could have a switch at the running back position. Of course, if Lamar Miller goes down, you're going to need to have him. Yeah, one thing I didn't like is, I don't know, I'm a little iffy about them, maybe a little biased just because, you know, Texas, Longhorns, you know. But they did get rid of Dante for, uh, Freeman, and nice with the Colts. Colts. Yeah, but I, I looked at that running back situation. They have Marlon Mack, Naeem Hines, and then uh, Spencer Ware, and then now Deontay Foreman. They have too many running backs. I don't I don't really see Deontay Foreman doing anything over there unless those three get injured, you know, uh, or unless he does better than Spencer Ware. But. I like Deontay Foreman. I feel like he has the potential. He doesn't really get the chance. Yeah, I mean, he got injured. Yeah, yeah Achilles. that's what it is. I mean... I mean, you gotta look at it this way. If the Texans were were willing to get rid of him and they had no other running backs behind them, who? I mean, what? I think they, they knew they were gonna get Duke Johnson. That's what it was. Maybe. Maybe make some headroom for him. Uh, what I also saw in the uh, game was that the Packers' defense is pretty good. Uh, they were able to create turnovers on the Texans. Of course, it's not Deshaun Watson, but still, you gotta look at that. Uh, situation in case oh. it is a regular season. AJ McCarron got a little injured too, huh? Oh, That's yeah. why Joe Webb started the whole the whole game. Yes, sir. Uh, Texan secondary. Oh my God, they still need to get fixed. The Packers, uh, the Packers quarterback was just throwing on them and like nothing. So imagine if it was Aaron Rodgers. Oh God, <laughs> it was been it would have been torched. We would have been torched. Um, and speaking of Joe Webb, Joe Webb could be a good pickup if uh, Watson does go down. Uh, he pretty much plays like Watson. Um, well, at least to me, that's what it looked like. Uh, Fairbairn could be the kick that you want as well. Uh, Led the league last for year, the Texans. Because uh, the Texans is another one of those teams where they could get down the field. They had a lot of red zone issues last year, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and I don't know if they fixed that uh, this year. I mean, they do have Jordan Aikens on, coming, coming, on a, coming up, you know. So he could be a, the guy that finishes that red zone uh, ending. So... Texans have a lot of potential to go up, but that secondary needs to get fixed. <laughs> After this first game, uh, yeah, I think scheme-wise, they didn't really scheme too well. Uh, don't have much for the Panthers and Bears, other than that the Bears' defense is still great. They did very well. Uh, 
applying pressure to the quarterback, creating turnovers. Uh, they're probably going to maybe be the top five defense that you're going to be looking at and probably want, especially when they have Khalil Mack. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, Ian Thomas could be a good tight end for the Panthers. Of course, I know they have Greg Olson, uh, but Greg Olson has... I mean, he doesn't have a tendency, but there is a possibility of him getting injured. You oh, know, has a bad foot. <laughs> he's uh, he's old, so you know, Ian Thomas might be the great uh, next uh, tight end for the Panthers. Uh, what I did like for the Bears is rookie David Montgomery, uh, the running back for the rare, uh, <laughs> for the Bears. The Bears. Uh, <laughs> considering that they don't have Jordan Howard anymore, David Montgomery might take uh, that uh, running back two role and. From what he did in preseason, if he can apply that to the regular season, he's just, he's going to be great. He's going to be a great running back for the Bears. Moving on to the next game, we have Falcons and Dolphins. And let me say this, Fitzmagic is very much alive. <laughs> uh, he did pretty good, you know, running from the, uh, from the pressure. Uh, you know Dolphins don't have a good O-line. They don't really have a good offensive team. But with Fitzmagic's ability to run away from it, they could have a possibility of putting up fantasy points so but i'm still not looking at any of the dolphins uh players as a whole what happened to Tannehill? Tannehill got traded to tennessee Ooh. as a backup uh well oh, potential well, starter, well, right? uh, we're gonna get to that later <laughs> we're gonna get to that later we're shadowy. <laughs> um where was i ito smith uh, running back for the falcons is going to be very important to pick up why because they have Devontae for uh freeman uh, as a running back one, they have no Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman's with the 49ers. And we know that Devontae has a tendency of getting injured. Uh, of course, Devontae and Tevin Coleman has coexisted as putting up fantasy uh, points together at the same time. So who's to say Edo Smith can't do the same? Yeah, I mean, I've never seen De Devontae Freeman as like a three down back. Like, at least like that's what the Falcons usually tend to do. They tend to like... Throw in like they say the other uh, running back, maybe uh, third down backs or something like that, or power backs. So I think they might have Freeman as maybe the third down back, and this new guy maybe the first two. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he's not new. I mean, they played. He played last year with the Falcons. Yeah. So, uh, Kalen Balage could be a running back one, uh, but for now he's going to be a running back two, uh, simply because they still have uh, Kenyon Drake as a running back one, but. I mean, for the past couple of years that Drake's been there in Miami, they haven't had that much faith bro, with bro, him. They had that miracle against the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, they, they haven't had that much faith in Drake. Uh, and they, I feel like they've been looking to get rid of him. Uh, so, Kalen Balaj might be on a come I up. I think Kenyon Drake is living on a prayer right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be honest. Just holding on to what he got. Newsflash, everybody. Dolphins defense sucks. <laughs> uh, I'm not looking at them all. I did not like what I saw from them. Uh, the Falcons kick a lot of field goals, so they might. So you might want to take their uh, kicker as well. Uh, uh, Rosen still needs work. I looked at uh, Josh Rosen playing in his first game as a Miami Dolphin. Uh, he needs work. He he still needs a lot of improvement to do. But what did what promises show is that Rosen can't hit his wide receiver. He just doesn't have the O line to protect him. Man, I hate Rosen. Man. <laughs> I like nothing about nah. <laughs> He's a decent quarterback. It's just I don't like him as a person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just keeping it real, guys. Just keeping it real. And then uh, Preston Williams could be a good 
wide receiver for the Dolphins. Uh, I know they have Kenny Still, they have Devontae Parker, but you know, you, you still need somebody who's going to be reliable and consistent, especially if uh, defenses aren't not going to be uh, focused on you as a primary or secondary. You know, you, he might be able to squeeze by as a fantasy relevant. Moving on to the Chargers and Cardinals, uh, Austin Eckler is going to be the running back one until Melvin Gordon gets his deal or gets traded, you know. Uh, so if Gordon comes back, you still want to have Eckler as a, as a handcuff. Uh, maybe you play him here and there just depending on the matchup. Uh, but for right now, you, he's probably the running back you're looking at uh, to pick up from the Chargers. I know they have Justin Jackson, so they could use both of them at the same time. Uh, we've seen that before. Uh, but I just feel like Austin Eckler is a better running back out of the two. Uh, Kyler Murray, first NFL game. And let me tell you, he's very accurate. Yeah, he is. Uh, the O-line is going to give him trouble. He's going to have to be able to run away from the pressure. Uh, and what I noticed about the game is that he wasn't... There wasn't many throws where he was throwing down the field. Uh, and I feel like that's partly because he's short. <laughs> now, despite that... I feel like the throws that he did make off to the sidelines, those are some of the most difficult throws to make as a quarterback, and he's done. It was making him look seem easy. So at least he got that going. I think he's going to be a good uh, quarterback for the Cardinals. Um, but for him, me picking him up or playing him at all is just going to be depending on the matchup of the between the two quarterbacks I have, who has the better matchup and whatnot. I think it'll be a play action quarterback. Pretty good one. So that means yards. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Hunter Henry looks good coming back from the uh, from the injury. I know last year he played a couple of games uh, coming back from the injury. Uh, he looked good then and he looks good now. So he's going to be a big red zone target for Phillip Rivers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Chargers are going to be a running... Yeah, they're first offense, isn't it? Yeah, they're going to be a running back by committee. Uh which I just said earlier, I, be, I believe that's what they're going to do. Justin Jackson, Austin Eckler, uh, they're going to take turns running the ball. So, get both of them, maybe, yeah, on the same probably. team? Maybe. I mean, if you like that last. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? Uh, Cardinals defense look to be good. They they have promises, but, of course, it's preseason, you know, so there's not much to say about that, only that pretty much you got to wait to the first game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Moving on to the Broncos and Seahawks. The Broncos running back could be by a committee. They both look great. Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay. They both look great. Man, I forgot who had Lindsay in the last uh, league we had. And I, oh my God, he tore me up. And I want to say the same thing about the Seahawks running back. Now, we know that the running backs are run team, run first team. Yeah. And Chris Carson and Rashad Penny, they both look great as well. Of course, I would take Chris Carson over Rashad Penny. I feel like he's a better running back. Uh, but you could take both of them. Uh, the Broncos defense looks great. Wide receiver looks good for Seahawks. Uh, no, considering they don't have uh, Doug Baldwin anymore. DK Metcalf caught a couple of balls. Looked pretty good. Uh, uh, Seahawks defense could be a top 10, at least in my eyes. Um, I don't know for sure, you know. Cause yeah, I don't know, man. At least in the boom days, it's gone. Yeah, but I mean, you can always rebuild it, right? Mm. Uh, Broncos <laughs> have problems with the secondary. That's what I did notice about the preseason game. Uh, the Seahawks quarterback was just throwing on them. Yeah. I so. mean, despite what you want to say about Roby, I think he was pretty good in that, in that, in that, he made that secondary 
good, right? Like, I made it I. Now, the no fly zone, you know? Yeah. It was part of the no fly zone. But he's in Texas now, so. Moving on to the Browns and Redskins. The Browns are the very hot team that everybody's talking about this yeah. year. And let me tell you why. Because this Browns offense is on fire. I saw their first preseason game. Baker Mayfield played the first series. Uh, took 89 yards to the house. Um, of course, not running. You know, he threw the ball and whatnot. Uh, Nick Chubb looks great in the offense as well. Everybody just looks great in that offense. Uh, and that made me believe that they have no reason to let anybody down. I think they're going to have a Patriots like dilemma type of thing where like you have to have like almost all their players just to have like because you don't know who's going to have the ball that day. Yeah. They can be the Jews. They can be, you know. It could be Odell. Odell it could be, be Chubb. It could be Joku. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't know who's going to get the ball that day. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Case Keenum started for the Redskins. Uh, so what that maybe confirms is that Colt McCoy is going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, Case Keenan is going to be the second, and Dwayne Haskins is going to be the third. Um, looking at Dwayne Haskins, uh, <laughs> he threw a lot of interceptions. He threw a lot of turnovers. Uh, I mean, I know, I know it's his first NFL game. He still has to get adjusted to it. Uh, but I believe Redskins are not going to play him. Uh, maybe not at all this whole season, like I said in the last episode. Uh, that they're just going to set him out, and then next year has an opportunity to be great. Uh, you know, like a little Pat Mahomes situation. Yeah. Uh, of course, like I, I said. I still believe he'll do better than uh, Murray. Despite despite this game. You know, I still hold to that. Still hold to it. Even if he doesn't play again? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, you crazy. I mean, obviously, if he doesn't play again this year, next year, you know, when he, if it's a Pat Mahomes situation, I think it'd be the same situation. Richard Higgins could be a third wide receiver to put up fantasy points. Uh, Richard Higgins plays for the Browns. He could be that third uh, wide receiver that, you know, since Jarvis Landry and Odell is going to be having attention on them, he could squeak by and get you fantasy points. Uh, he got, I believe it was two touchdowns uh, that Thursday in the preseason game. So, he could be good. Uh, wide receivers may be a problem for the Redskins. Uh, they weren't getting open. They weren't doing anything to help Dwayne Haskins in that game. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that could be another reason why Haskins had a bad game. So, I mean, we just got to wait and look. The Browns defense could be a top five defense that you might want to pick up I've as well. I've always liked the Browns defense, man. They look great to me. I might pick them up. Uh, actually, I did a mock draft. I'll talk about a mock draft later, whatever. Maybe. <laughs> uh, the run game is going to be key for the Redskins. Uh, if they can't throw, the, uh, they look to have a good run game. And it's going to be the key to helping them win games. AP's still playing, huh? Yes. Oh, God. Yes. They do have the, the rookie running back as well. We'll talk about them later. We'll get into the running backs in a bit. In a bit. Uh, moving on to the Titans and Eagles. We have uh, Adam Humphreys. He's going to be a good wide receiver. Uh, he's coming from the Buccaneers uh, to the Titans, to the Tennessee. And uh, that's all Marcus Mariota was thrown into. Just him. Uh... He is coming off in the slot, being a safety blanket. Uh, but at the same time, Marcus Mariota just did not look good <laughs> at all. He did not look comfortable at all. Uh, so then in comes Ryan Tannehill. And Tannehill could take the quarterback job from him. He looked, he looked great. He looked great. I mean, all those years as a starter, man, might be, should be. The run game is going to be the strong suit for the Titans, you know, with Derrick Henry being the big, bad man that's running down the field. You got Deion Lewis who can still catch the balls you in know, the backfield. You, need, you know, Boye, Boye still dreams about that fucking stiff <laughs> arm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be hectic. 
Uh, moving on to the Bengals and Chiefs. Andy Dalton looked okay, but like I said in the last episode, Andy Dalton always looks good in, in the beginning of the season, and then later on, just nothing. So, I mean, it could be a fluke, but... You want a Red Rider BB gun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mahomes is still amazing. He does perfectly in this preseason game. Uh, Carlos Hyde could be a good pickup uh, for the uh, Chiefs. Right now, they have Damian Williams, but he is injured, so... We don't know when he's coming back. Carlos Hyde might be a good pickup for the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs running back always have the good, um, good uh, games with Andy Reid. Oh yeah. So might not be a bad pickup. Bengals defense is bad. Uh, don't pick them up. <laughs> and the Chiefs defense is looking good. It's looking to be a, a good defense that you might want to pick up. The Colts and Bills. Josh Allen looked great. Of course, like I said, he. He's a good quarterback. It's just more of his team having to back him up and help him succeed. I mean, they're in a rebuild. They're still kind of rebuilding, so. I mean, I think, I think they'll get it eventually. What is hard to determine, though, for the Bills is that they don't have any primary wide receiver. They I do have John Brown. <laughs> uh, they do have John Brown, who they acquired. But, I mean, like I you can't really determine who Josh Allen's going to rely on. Uh, so, if you're drafting any wide receiver from the Bills, I'm not too sure who you take. <laughs> The running game may be effective for the Bills. You know, they have LeSean McCoy, they have Frank Gore. Uh, their backups uh, did pretty good to show off uh, what they can do. So, I mean, we just got to see uh, in the first game how well they do. Uh, the Bills defense could be good, a good defense that you might want to pick up. But that's just me. This is in my eyes. We got, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see in more preseason games how well they do. Jaguars and Ravens, Lamar Jackson still can't throw the ball deep. Uh, he's shown that he could throw, you know, like mid-range, you know, maybe 10 yards, whatever. With different dunks. Yeah, but if you're, if you're relying on him for a big play, you're not going to get it. Uh, Jaguars often struggles. Um, they, it's, I'm not looking at any team. Wait, did, any did, did, did Foles play that game? I don't, I, don't, I don't remember. I, don't, I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't see it either. I didn't see it. Uh, the Ravens defense is pretty good. The run game should be good for the Ravens, you know, with Mark Ingram. Uh, I believe the Ravens are going to be a run first team as well. Oh, again. But the thing is for me that I feel like Lamar Jackson is going to take away opportunities from them, you know, considering that he is a running back. I mean, not running back. He is a running quarterback, so. The Patriots and Lions. Patriots defense looks pretty good. I, I might want to pick them up. Uh, the rookie wide receiver for the Patriots, Nikhil Harry, looks pretty good and could possibly be a number one wide receiver for the Patriots. Man, the Patriots always get some like player they, they from the mid draft picks, and then they make them really good. This is the system, man. The system just believe in the process. Uh, considering that they don't really have no wide receiver except Demarius Thomas, he could be a good fantasy wide receiver. Uh, but of course, that just depends on. I think they let Demarius Thomas go. Uh, Maybe in the mid-season, maybe. Yeah, maybe like before the season, actually. But it just depends on whether or not Tom Brady has a good connection with uh, Nikhil Harris. Uh, of course, Tom Brady wasn't the one throwing him the ball in the preseason game, so we'll just have to wait and see for that. Moving on to the Jets and Giants, Sam Darnold and Jamison Crowder looks to have a good chemistry. Jamison Crowder leaving the Redskins and joining the Jets. They look pretty good. Uh, Daniel Jones looks great and could take the job from Manning, like maybe in the third game. I, I think that's a successor, man. I, I was actually pretty impressed by his, his, his play. Like, I was, 
as, as solid. It wasn't a too flashy, but I like it. I like it. The Giants offense looks good, but without Manning. Mm. So if Manning, I mean, I, we, didn't, we didn't really see Manning play the whole set, the whole game. But without him, they look pretty good. <laughs> uh -huh. Giants defense could be big. Uh, it could be big. Um, they might be a, a defense that you might want to stream, but it's preseason. So yeah. don't, don't take a whole lot into it. And then the last game that we have, Saints and Vikings. Cousins looks to be on track. Kirk Cousins. Uh, Latavius Murphy could be the running back to take the Mark Ingram role for the Saints. Uh, considering that they don't have Mark Ingram anymore, the Ravens do. Uh, so Latavius Murray might be a running back you might want to pick up. Because, uh, you know, Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, they both put up fantasy points to, when they were together and playing at the same time. So Latavius Murray might be able to do the same thing. Now, I'm pretty interested in what Kirk Cousins is going to do year two. So, looking, like you said, it's looking pretty good. I mean, the connection with him and Adam Thielen is still there. They're still doing good. They still have Stefan Diggs, who's a good wide receiver. Kyle Rudolph showed to be uh, did pretty good things in the preseason game as well. Uh, then you still got the running game, Dalvin Cook. So oh. Vikings might be a good team this year. Uh, Moving the, on. <laughs> and also to say is the Vikings do have a good run game. So we just have to wait for that. We will wait for that. All right, that was it for all the preseason games. You could take that however you want because, you know, it's preseason games. Whether you feel like they don't count or players are not really doing that great just because it's preseason, you know, I mean, it's whatever. But we're going to move on to running backs. And with the running backs, I had to re-rank them. Uh, a lot of stuff has been going on, you know, trades been going on, uh, injuries, uh, holdouts and whatnot. Uh, but let's just get started. You ready, dude? Let's do this. All right, at number one, people might think I'm crazy. Uh, I'm going to say the first five, and uh, we'll just see how it goes. For number one, I have Alvin Kamara from the Saints. What? Number two, I have Christian McCaffrey. What? <laughs> number three, I have Saquon Barkley. Okay, okay. Okay. Number four, I have Todd Gurley. Okay, and number okay. five, I have Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Now, I have Ezekiel Elliott at the low end of the spectrum. Because we don't know if he's going to play. Because of controversy? Yes. Uh, the Cowboys are saying that they are trying to work out a deal. He might get a deal done before the season starts. If anything, he might miss the first two games. Uh, but he said he's willing to set out games this whole season. Oh, no. So you're looking at a Le'Veon Bell situation. The only difference is that Ezekiel Elliott is telling you that he's not going to play if he, doesn't, if he doesn't get what he wants. But as far as Le'Veon Bell last year was saying, yeah, I'm coming in. Yeah, I'm coming in. Yeah. And then doesn't show up. So, so at least you know the risk with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I have Saquon Barkley at number three. <laughs> Saquon Barkley, man. I mean, that guy got me so many yards, touchdowns. Man, I got lucky with that one. Now I know a lot of ESPN analysis uh, analysts have him at number one, but I have him at number three because he's with the Giants, with on a team with no wide receivers. Uh, so they're going to be relying on the run game, and I feel like a lot of teams are going to know that they're gonna stack the box exactly so even though he's gonna get a lot of opportunities to touch the ball run it catch the ball whatever the case may I be ha i actually have uh i actually have saquon number four number four wow. yeah so the reason for that is that quarterback position man that he gotta have some alleviated pressure because i don't know i like i saw what in the, in the rookie quarterback they have but i don't think they'd start him that quickly so for the first couple of games ugh, 
You gotta get you're gonna get some yardage out of them regardless. It's Saquon, man. Oh yeah. Saquon. Oh yeah. Uh but I do like I had the other two ahead of him, Alvin Kamara and Christian McCaffrey, because they're dual threats. They can yeah. run and catch the ball and in good offenses, especially with Christian McCaffrey. He's he's the one that Cam Newton relies on to take the pressure off of him, to bail him out whenever he's in a bad situation. Same thing goes for Alvin Kamara. Dude, Alvin Kamara's in the ball regardless. I just I just don't have I just don't have him number one for some reason. I have him at number one because I have Todd Gurley number one. Todd Gurley Gurley number one? Yeah. Let me tell you why I have Todd Gurley number four. Why? He's not the same person. Mm. He's still injured. He's still coming back from an injury. The Rams already said that they're gonna be doing a uh, running back by committee. So they're gonna have uh, Todd Gurley and his backup, uh, Dara Henderson, who's a rookie as well, but shows to be good. So they're going to be running both of them at the same time. So even though Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley. I'm a believer, okay? That's what I, I, I look, think. I'm, I'm just saying Todd Gurley is Todd Gurley. But they, they they are going to take touches away from him. So, And plus he's still dealing with the injury. True. I don't know. I just don't have him coming around the At number six, I have, oh, the next five I have, I have Le'Veon Bell at number six, Nick Chubb at seven, James Conner at eight, David Johnson at nine and Damian Williams at ten. Shit, I, I, I got nothing to say about that. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's actually pretty accurate. I'm not gonna lie. Wow. Okay. I, the only one I might switch around is maybe Chubb over Bell, just because the Jets. Are, oh my God, the Jets. <laughs> well, the only reason why I have Chubb below him is because. Even though the Browns' offense is going to be high-powered and efficient, they have a lot of good receiver they, ha- they have a lot of weapons, so I don't know how big of an impact. Nick- I mean, he's going to be a big impact, but I don't know how many touches he's going to actually get. Yeah. Uh, but he's still going to be a good running back that's going to put up points. Um, I am worried about Damian Williams, the running back for the Chiefs. Uh, he is injured. He hasn't really practiced at all this whole preseason. And Andy Reid doesn't know when he's coming back. So... It might be a problem uh, if you're drafting him. Just be wary and make sure you get the handcuff to Damian Williams. It's surprising how David Johnson went from being a number one running back down to number ten running, no, number nine running back. Hey, I mean, with David Johnson, he's had years to get over the injury. Of course, the O line's not the same, so he's gonna have, he's gonna, for me, he's gonna have to help Kyler Murray succeed. He's gonna have to bail him out a lot, so he's gonna get a lot of receiving yards, I believe. Uh, which is gonna open up the uh, the play action as well. Yeah. So, just a quick note: running backs has been my weakest <laughs> set, uh, position as as for fantasy because I never go fat. I never go running back number one. The only time I did was last year by a fluke. I just said, like you know, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get Saquon Barkley. But I'm more of a wide receiver guy first guy. But man. My boy here, he usually gets really good running backs. <laughs> usually, usually. I actually did a mock draft. I went wide receiver first, and my running backs were trash. <laughs> yeah, see what happens. Well, we'll talk about it later, if we have time. If we have time. Um, moving on to the – well, James Conner, too. I have him at eight before we move on. Uh, and I'm just a little worried that he might get injured again. Uh, you, you have to be looking out for that injury, especially if guys are coming back from injury from the last year. Uh, so – and his backup, Jalen Samuels, looked pretty good in the preseason game. Uh, so he's going to be someone that you're going to want on your team. Um, moving on to the next ones, we have at 11, Aaron Jones. At 12, Sony Michelle. 
13 Joe Mixon, 14 Melvin Gordon, and 15 Dalvin Cook. Now, not, not to cut you off, you gotta have Sony Michelle higher. Sony Michelle higher? Yeah, it has to be at least the first one out of those. I would have him over Aaron Jones. Well, Aaron Jones already showed that he's the best running back in the in, in Packers Nation. True, but Brady has a running game now. And he heavily relies on it. Okay, he's but older. Okay, but look at this. You have Sonny Michelle. You have James White. You have Rex Burkhead. True, you have a new true. running back. I forgot it's just the, the dilemma where like, how, you have to have how a many, team. How many opportunities? I mean, he's gonna, he I is mean, last number year, one. Last year, he, he's number one. He, he is number one for sure. But they are going to take him out and switch him out from every now and then. Man, having anybody in the... And the Patriots team, you gotta have either Tom Brady or the whole team. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the only reason I, I why I have him there around that area. But he's still gonna be a good running back that you're gonna want to. I like up. I like him better though. I just like, like him better. Like I believe in him better. Now a lot of people are gonna think that I'm crazy having Melvin Gordon at number fourteen. It's because of that question mark. He is in the same boat as Ezekiel Elliott. Do you really want to take a chance on Melvin Gordon, who is also injury prone? Mm -hmm. It's not a very high. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not a very high promise that he's offering you. Uh, and he's already said the same thing. I'm ready to sit out until you trade me or give me a new deal. So you know the, the same situation that he's in. Now, I did talk about Austin Eckler earlier already, and he looks great. He's the best running back, too, that they have, who is going to be the running back one until Melvin Gordon comes back. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> uh, where am I? All right, here. Dalvin Cook at number 15. The Vikings have a run game. He could be a top 10 running back. It's just a matter of whether or not he can stay healthy. Yeah. Simple as that. Moving on to the next five, I have Marlon Mack at 16, Derrick Henry at 17, Devontae Freeman at 18, and Chris Carson at 19, and Philip Lindsay at 20. Man, and after that, it gets pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, running backs are very scarce. At least number one running backs. Well, the way I did this running back uh, ranking is that I try to do the running back ones first, rank them one through thirty-two, and then I do backups based on who's going to get the more, who's going to get more opportunities to shine and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, but Derrick Henry looks to be good. You know, he's big, he's bulky. Uh, no telling what he can do with the football running. Uh, some might argue that they want Deion Lewis instead just because he's a uh, catching back. But I believe Derrick Henry is, is a true number one and he's going to get more opportunities. I think, I think he's going to get you touchdowns. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's that, he's that power back that in the red zone. That's who you want to give it to. Chris Carson at number 19. I really like Chris Carson. I had him last year. And to be honest, I don't know how many times I tried to trade him away uh, last year. Uh, I tried there last year I was in a dilemma where I had the best running backs but I had no wide receiver. Oh yeah, I remember you trying to trade with me. <laughs> I was like, no. So so like I was trying I don't want to say get rid of him, but I was trying to get a new wide receiver, but he kept putting up points and the people I trade with, uh especially in my friends league, if you are listening, you guys are the devil. Like they don't they always feel like I'm I'm lowballing them. Like I'm giving them a number one running back on a team. And asking for like a number two or number three wide receiver, and they just sometimes they just feel like their wide receiver is better than what I'm offering. 
and sometimes it may be the case you know sometimes i try to get away with it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but and the, but like in my second or third offer i'll give you a fair offer you know <laughs> you better give me that running back and something else <laughs> <laughs> but chris carson is, is on a seahawks team who's a run first team uh yeah rashad penny's there might take away some touches but they're a good duo to be able to put fantasy points up at the same time true uh, Devontae Freeman, all I gotta say is look out for him. He's injury prone. He's on a good Falcons team. If you get him, you have to get Edo Smith. You just have to. No Tevin Coleman, Edo Smith. If Devontae Freeman goes down, Edo Smith is just gonna do great. Put him on your flex. Exactly. Um, Philip Lindsay at number 20. After watching this preseason game, I feel like I should have him higher. Because uh, he did good in the preseason game. He shows that he's still the same uh, all-star. Or what's it called? Uh, Pro Bowler. Pro Bowler. There you go. As a rookie last year. So he shows to be good. He shows to be good. And with Joe Flacco as a quarterback, he's going to have to help him out a lot. So. Oh, my God. Lamar Miller. Oh, my <laughs> you God. You got to it before I even said it. <laughs> Moving on to the next five. We have Lamar Miller at 21. Tariq Cohen at 22. Uh, Carry on Johnson at 23, Leonard, uh, Leonard Fournette at 24, and Mark Ingram at 25. Let me get it right into Lamar Miller. Look, I like him, and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Look, last year, oh my God. Okay, so. No, you want me to tell you a story about Lamar Miller? You want me to tell you a stupid story? <laughs> tell me a story. <laughs> this man right here, the one sitting across from me, text me this one day. He's already winning. He's up by two the points. Game, the game was won. The game was he's, won. A, he's up by two points. I'm up at one. He, he's already won the game. He asked me, should I put in Lamar Miller? Or should and, I just the W? Or should I just cap it at the W? I said, what are you talking about? Put in Lamar Miller. He's going to get you more points. Oh, but what if he fumbles? Like, Dude, he's not. Put him in. You're going to get more points. This man does not put him in. What does Lamar Miller do? He goes off for 30 points. He goes off for the. You see what I'm being people? Listen to me. I will help you win. Because you know what happens? The reason the reason why this is such a big deal is because he needed those points to get into the playoffs. Or in a, a higher seed. a higher seed in the playoffs. If you just listen to me, you probably would have won your first league. Man, man. <laughs> Look, man, Lamar, please, if I draft you this time, <laughs> please don't give me this, this roller coaster of a of a season okay look with lamar miller i'm actually kind of worried about him uh simply because the texans just acquired duke johnson jr uh he is a pass receiving back who is going to be a dual threat for the texans and pretty much something that the texans need i, as know. Well. I think duke johnson straight up a third down back well i mean because looking at it the texans don't really have an o-line you know you see deshaun watson having to scramble and run away True. so if they do have duke johnson he's he has a hand to be able to catch the ball hey, and or, take or off they can run a dual running back uh setup oh they could they could but i feel like duke johnson will be a better running back like to me don't be surprised if during the season the roles switch you know uh but lamar miller lamar miller is the number one for right now so i still will take him i also take him um Leonard Fournette, I have him at 24, and that's because he's injury prone. Mm -hmm. He's on the, I don't want to say he's on the bad system, but he's just, I don't, I don't, I can't trust. I had him last year, and he was on my bench the whole season, and I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for and him to come back. He was injured the whole thing, so I think he should have a, a, a good year this year. Maybe I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Tariq Cohen for the Bears, 
no Jordan Howard, so he should be the clear-cut number one. Now, I did say David Montgomery did make some noise in the preseason game and could take that Jordan Howard role because uh, he looked good. Bears do have a running game, so Tariq Cohen, there should be no reason for him to go off, for, for him not to go off. <clears throat> I have Mark Ingram at number 25. Uh, watching the preseason game, I saw the run game. They did pretty good. So Mark Ingram is poised to have a good season. I got nothing, I got nothing bad to say about Mark Ingram, especially in that run first defense. I mean, first uh, run first offense. Carry on Johnson with the Lions. Um, I mean, it looked okay. I mean, I'm not too sure about the Lions team. You know, I'm not I'm not too sure what the yeah, like running was, situation is. Like I was is. saying, I want to just stick a fork in them early, but you never know. Going on, moving on uh, at number 26, I have Tevin Coleman. 27, I have Lashawn McCoy. 28 Ronald Jones, 29 Darius Weiss, and 30 Josh Jacobs. It's basically where you're like, if you don't get a running back after this, you're pretty much sunk. Nah, I mean, cause these guys, these guys are still number ones on our team, so they're gonna get a lot of opportunities, a lot of touches. I can see like the zone where you enter like. If your other guys are on by, like you gotta pick up somebody off the waiver wire. No, nah, I mean, yeah, there might be backups, but these these guys are just. Or like I said, they're running back ones, but to me, they're it's more of the team that they're playing for. Yeah. So, Tevin Coleman, 49ers, he might do good, he might not, depending on Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he did good with the uh, with the uh, with the Falcons, mm -hmm. and he is playing with uh, Kyle Shanahan, who he is oh. familiar with. So. I forget that guy. Man, the, the foreigners just forgotten for me because, like, the last year, <laughs> they just, like, disappeared. So, Tevin Coleman could put up big numbers. You know, uh, everybody's probably wondering and asking about, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, what team? Where's he at? Jared McKinnon. Oh, okay. I know everybody's asking about Jared McKinnon, uh, but... They already said that they're going to use him as a third back. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're still waiting for him to get uh, fully healthy. And they still have Matt Breida. Even though Matt Breida might not be that great of a running back, uh, he's going to be the second. So, Darren McKinnon, third. Tevin Coleman, the guy you want on the 49ers team. Uh, Darius Guise is the running back for the Redskins and is a rookie. Um, considering that he's playing with Colt McCoy... Uh, I think they're going to rely a lot on the running backs and the Redskins there. Yeah, I mean, because you do have Adrian Peterson behind you still, who, who to me is going to be a great mentor for this guy. Uh, Adrian Peterson is probably going to teach him all the things that he knows and tips and tricks on how to get past guys and how to do great as a rookie. Uh, I could see him doing, like, Philip Lindsay numbers maybe or Rice Freeman numbers, uh, but it's just all depending on the Redskins and that team and how well they do. Ronald Jones looked great in the preseason for the Buccaneers. Uh, no, they do have Peyton Barber, who could, I mean, it, I don't see him affecting Ronald Jones at all. So Ronald Jones could put up big numbers. Of course, you know, they got Bruce Arians with, uh, as a new coach, new system. James Winston looks great. If he could stay that way, Ronald Jones is gonna be the same way. Sean McCoy with the Bills. I'm not too sure with LeSean McCoy. I mean, Josh Allen's a good quarterback. They uh, they just don't have an O-line. LeSean, LeSean McCoy needs to prove that he can have Josh Allen's back and be able to take 
a little bit of pressure he, off. I of think Shady McCoy gets you maybe like at least four good games. Maybe they do have Frank Gore as well, uh, who I'm pretty sure they're gonna have. Yeah, this guy's been in the league for I don't know how long. Frank Gore and Lashawn McCoy. I think together at the age they put up maybe 77 years. Yeah. So. Those two old guys, I'm pretty sure the Bills are going to have them switch out. They're going to have them like a, a combo hit, you know? Yeah, So a one-two punch. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not too high on Bills running backs. Mm -hmm. But but you're going to need a running back. So, yeah, you, if anything, you go with LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Josh Jacob for the Raiders. Um, the Raiders' run game looked pretty good. And... I feel like the Raiders are gonna actually gonna have to rely on it yeah. a lot. Uh, I mean, of course, yeah, everything it, comes down to this boy <laughs> being a little baby. Feet. Exactly what I was gonna say. I, of course, it comes down to Antonio Brown or whether or not he's gonna play. But I believe the Redskins, I mean, the Raiders running backs are gonna do good. And the next five I have thirty-one. I have Kenyon Drake from the Dolphins. Thirty-two, Jordan Howard. 33, James White, 34, Miles Sanders, and 35, Dion Lewis. <sighs> How do you feel about me having Jordan Howard as a last uh, running back one for, like, in the entire league? Who's he playing with now? Eagles. Eagles. Hmm. Actually, I like the Eagles, How they, what they do with the running backs. The only problem with me with the Eagles is that they have too many. Yeah. They have Jordan. They just acquired Jordan Howard. They have a rookie, Miles Sanders. They have... I, I think they upped up on Darren Sproles, no? They have Darren Sproles as well. They they just have a lot as well, a lot of running backs. Like I don't, I see Jordan Howard maybe being the one. My, this kid Miles Sanders might be the one, but we don't know. We don't know until the season starts. Well, let's see what happens with Carson, because you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe. James White at number thirty-three. Um, and to be honest, I love James White, actually. He comes through for me sometimes. He came through for me so many times. I just because he's that dual threat straight up, like more of a receiver than he's a running back. He the receiving yards, we call it more as these running back yards. So, oh, that's yeah. how I use them. Oh, yeah. James White's going to be a good running back. For sure, red zone. For receiving, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Deion Lewis at 35. Um, I don't like what they're doing with the me neither. Me neither. Last year he, he didn't poise to do great, but if they do have maybe say like they have Ryan Tannehill starting some games and he's playing Deion Lewis, he's gonna be there for the for the pass catching. So sure. be able to bail him out. He still has that ability to do that. Moving on to the next five, we have or oh, that I have uh, at 36. I have Latavius Murray, uh, 37 Rashad Penny, 38 Kareem Hunt. 39 Austin Eckler and 40 Justin Jackson. Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson are on the same team and they could be the uh, one-two punch in the Chargers uh, team. Considering that Melvin Gordon might not play for the Chargers. Um, Latavius Murray I already talked about him. He might be taking that Mark Ingram role uh, with the Saints and be putting up fantasy points uh, with Alvin Kamara. Cause like I said earlier, we've seen Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram do it together at the same time. So it could be a possibility that Latavius Murray does the same. He takes that role. Rashad Penny is a good uh, running back for the Seahawks. They're gonna be a one-two punch team as well. And they are a run first team as well. 
Yeah, I always feel like you have always the best running backs for a reason. You're like, this is like your forte when it comes to the position. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I just know it. Sometimes I just. Dude, I, I live <laughs> on a prayer when it comes. I Hail Mary my, my running backs. Maybe it's because, like, whenever I see myself and if I were to ever play football, like in high school or whatever, I probably would have been a running back. Maybe. <laughs> so. Uh, QB and, like, wide receivers are more my forte. <laughs> Kareem Hummel have a 38. And, of course, we already know he's on an eight-game suspension. Uh, but you're still going to want to pick him up. They got rid of Duke Johnson Jr. So they have no – he has no competition there. True. Uh, so when he comes back, I don't expect him to put up big numbers because, you know, they still have Nick Chubb. But he's going to put up numbers that are going to be re- relevant for fantasy It'd football. It would be great to pick him up or, or to have him when, uh, when playoff, playoff time comes Oh, around. yeah. You could probably use him as, like, your flex uh, option or something like that. Uh, we can probably give you make like maybe ten points a game. That's probably what I would ask for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's gonna be a, a good pickup. Moving on to the next one, I have Adrian Peterson at forty-one, Jamal Williams at forty-two, Duke Johnson at forty-three, Dora Henderson at forty-four, and forty-five Ty Montgomery. Uh, now with Ty Montgomery, I have him up there simply because you're gonna need a backup for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Uh, in case Le'Veon Bell gets hurt or, you know, something happens. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, Ty Montgomery's going to be that running back that's going to give Le'Veon Bell a break. True. Now, I think the better, like, the like the, the, the headlines here is that Duke Johnson. What's he going to do with the Texans? Man? Duke Johnson. Like, we were talking about him earlier. And I, I, I like the pick. I like the pickup. It's, it's, it has a lot of sex appeal to me. I, I like, you know, dual threat uh, running backs. It's just... And then Deshaun being dynamic as he is. I, I think if I were to pick him up, I'm having him on my bench until I can see maybe any, like see any kind. Huh? Like maybe for a week or two? Or no, well, I'm, I'm picking him up and putting him on my bench. And then I'm just waiting to see until, just, just to see what the Texans do with him and how well they're going to use him. And if they show any promise of him putting up fantasy points. True. Uh, of course, the back end of this list, the second half of this list, I'm just looking at team, or I'm look, looking at players that are gonna give me at least eight to ten points, and that's what I'm gonna ask for from him as well, Duke Johnson. Now he could put up big numbers, receiving yards, bro. Exactly. That's what it is. But for me, I would have him on my bench and just wait to see what the Texans actually do with him. I would pick him over Lamar Miller though. I think I think I just feel like I would if, if you were like looking for Texans running backs, I would do it. Hopefully, we see Duke Johnson in the next preseason game. Uh, I was kind of hoping we see him in the last preseason game, but they had just acquired him. I mean, he doesn't really know anything about the offense, so hopefully, we see him in the next preseason preseason game. If not, the third, uh, and just see how well he does. Uh, Dara Henderson is going to be the uh, the coexister with the Rams uh, running back Todd Gurley. I mean, that's even a thing. I mean, you already know that Todd Gurley is injury prone. And like I said earlier, they're going to be doing a running back by committee with the Rams. They're not going to have Todd Gurley do all the work. They're not going to give him the whole workload. Uh, So which is going to cut into Todd Gurley's uh, production. Uh, But Todd Gurley is still Todd Gurley, so I'll still take him. Touchdown, baby. But Darren Henderson, pick him up if you do pick up Todd Gurley, just in case anything happens. Uh, Jamal Williams already shows that he's a good backup to Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, every time he gets injured, Jamal Williams comes in and he just does great. Uh, but 
he's gonna be someone that's on my bench as well you know that i have waiting to see what happens uh if anything happens to aaron jones you know a new head coach so you don't know whether he likes running that is true i forgot about that matt lafer we don't know how well or how what he does with a running back so i remember aaron Rodgers in that team so a lot of those running backs don't get a lot of carries well like i said in the last episode uh there's been you know some talks with that aaron Rodgers has been having uh when I don't know like he's not liking his new coach and the new system like he still wants to do things the Aaron Rodgers way <laughs> that's what I'm saying that's probably he's probably gonna change the play in the, in the line of scrimmage so you just, just have to see it's, it's an interesting storyline though let's have to, have to see Adrian Peterson I mean really know about AP him is AP bro he he did he did good last season I mean a lot of people didn't think he was gonna do anything last season but he put up some numbers last year so him being a backup I mean you could say that this rookie, uh, Darius Guise, he's going to be depending on Adrian Peterson. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know how well this kid's going to do, but Adrian Peterson, if anything, is going to bail him out and going to probably bail us out by giving us a decent amount of points. True. Um, for the next five I have, I have Edo Smith at 46, uh, Nakeem Hines at 47, Kenneth Dixon at 48, Peyton Barber at 49 and Frank Gore at number 50. Um, I, I, I think you have, I think you have Gore. I think Gore should be ahead of these guys. I mean, the only reason why is because one, LaShawn McCoy is playing. He's Look, a man, starter. Frank Gore's a dog, right? Uh, yeah, we I know that. We, we know that. But do you, do you really want to tell me that you have faith in this Bills O-line and the Bills offense? So I'm saying he's a power back. He's going to get through it. He's um, going to give you some yards. He's going to give you some production. I don't know, man. He's kind of old. Do you know that? I know. I know. He's <laughs> him. I mean, him and Michelle McCoy are the, the youngest running backs, you know? Edo Smith, I already said earlier, he's going to be very important for you to pick up because if anything happens to Devontae Freeman, he's the guy you want. He's the guy that's going to produce the numbers. Uh, I have Kenneth Dixon from the Ravens at 48, but there could be a debate or make, or you could make a case that Gus Edwards should be at that spot because Gus Edwards shows promise as well last year that he could be a running back, a number two running back uh, for yeah. that team. Uh, so Kenneth Dixon, Gus Edwards, we all know go. number one running back is Lamar Jackson. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that I, I can't deny that. Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and then the rest of the running. Yeah, number three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Payne Barber for the Buccaneers. I mean, I think this Ronald Jones kid is gonna take over the most of the uh, touches. So I don't see anything big for Payne Barber, but he's just gonna be the hand. Most of these running backs are just gonna be the handcuffs to your number one, to your running back one. You're always gonna want to have these guys. Uh, you're not. To me, you're not going to expect them to start. You're Tough not going to expect them to put them in uh, fantasy games. Uh, but they're just going to be they're just going to be players that you want to keep just in case something happens to your number one running back. Uh, and I mean, we could go down this list uh, more. Uh, we're here at number fifty, but I'm just going to say some key players because most of, like I said, most of these players are just players that you're just looking at. Players you're just going to want because you don't want anything that or you. You wish nothing happens to your number one running back, but just in case, you're going to want them just for that. Uh, but some key uh, running backs that I see right now, Alfred Blue. I, I like him on a, it's just, in-game situation, yes. 
fantasy. <laughs> well, the only reason why I would say pick him up is because, you know, Leonard Fournette is injured from last year. He was injured the whole season. Uh, so, Alfred Blue is a yeah, good running back. I, I like the running scheme they have down in Jacksonville. So, I mean, he, he could get you some production. Exactly, exactly. And, you, I mean, you never know if, uh, you know, Jaguars just try to ease uh, Leonard Fournette back into the NFL. So, that gives more touches to Alfred Blue. True. So, I mean, that could be a case, but who knows. Uh, Jalen Samuels did really good for the Steelers as a running back, too, uh, in the preseason game. He's going to be somebody you want uh, if James Conner goes down because James Conner did go down last year. So, there is a big high possibility that that happens. Uh, other running backs I have, uh, Kevin Balaj for the Dolphins, um, did great in the preseason games. And like I said earlier, the Dolphins team aren't really sold on Kenyon Drake and that might they might that might want the team to either trade him or just wave him off and Kevin Kalen Balaj just takes over that role. Yeah. Uh so he's gonna be somebody you're looking at. And not really that's it. I don't really like any of the other guys that I have here. <laughs> I mean you got uh who you got here? Hmm. Hmm hmm hmm. Are they? Yeah. I mean, a lot of these guys, I, I wouldn't even look a second look at them. <laughs> I mean, there's Chase I mean, Edmonds. I mean, I like, okay, I like what? Dante Foreman. I always did like him as a player, and I feel like he can be a dual threat, especially with uh, with uh, Andrew Luck throwing him the ball. Well, the thing is, we don't know when Andrew Luck is going to be back. He is injured. Uh, so, for right now, they have Joe, Jacoby Brissett uh, playing quarterback. Of course, you know, Andrew Luck, when he does come in the league, he's going to be phenomenal. He's going to fire it up. Exactly. And I think Dante Foreman makes up for what he did with the Texans that, you know, probably didn't make the team or was Maybe, work ethic. I mean, Whatever it may be. But I, I like Dante Foreman. I have this, this gut feeling about him. I just, like I said, I, I just don't know about him simply because he hasn't they, played have, much. they have too many running backs. Mm -hmm. They have Marlon Mack. They have Naeem Hines, who's the second. Spencer Ware, who's trying to get on the team, stay on the team. Deontay Foreman, who they just acquired, you know. So he's going to have to put in a lot of work to show them why they should keep him. Of course, I mean, it could work out. But all I'm saying is that if the Texans got rid of him and they needed running backs, what that really say about him? I think Deontay Foreman, for me, straight up is straight up a gut feeling. But I... I'm not that good with running backs, like I said. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. This is my thoughts. This is my, my prediction. Uh, but, yeah. If anything, I'm going to post these uh, this running back list on uh, the Facebook page, uh, Arguing With Myself. I do have the quarterback rankings up there right now. So, if you want to take a look at them, you go ahead and look at them. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put these up as well so that you can get the full list, uh, full uh, picture of what I have and what you're looking at uh, but these are just some of the guys that you're looking at um, let me go ahead and just say the first 35 so that you can hear it now at number one I have Alvin Kamara two Christian McCaffrey three Saquon Barkley four Todd Gurley five Ezekiel Elliott six Le'Veon Bell seven Nick Chubb eight James Conner nine David Johnson ten Damian Williams eleven Aaron Jones 12, Sony Michelle, 13, Joe Mixon, 14, Melvin Gordon, 15, Dalvin Cook, 16, Marlon Mack, 17, Derrick Henry, 18, Devontae Freeman, 19, Chris Carson, 20, Philip Lindsay, 21, Lamar Miller, 22, Tariq Cohen, 23, Kerryon Johnson, 
24, Leonard Fournette. 25, Mark Ingram. 26, Tevin Coleman. 27, LaShawn McCoy. 28, Ronald Jones. 29, Darius Guice. 30, Josh Jacobs. 31, Kenyon Drake. 32, Jordan Howard. 33, James White. 34, Miles Sanders. And 35, Deion Lewis. Uh, of course, I could keep going, but like I said, I'm just going to go ahead and put a picture on the Facebook page. Uh, maybe I'll put it on Twitter as well, so yeah, you guys can see it on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Any more thoughts on the running backs? Man, I wish I had a little bit more to say about running backs, but I, man, I, based on my, my experience, you see my team every every year is like, God, your running backs suck. <laughs> but great receivers, great receivers though. Hey, all I'm saying is that if you get great receivers, you have the potential of trading them to get a good running back, you know, so. Now they're your first one. Don't, <laughs> don't ever ask for Antonio Brown. I'm trying to get somebody like a number two. I'm just saying, I mean, that's a possibility. But with me, I can never do that with my friends because they are just too gritty. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants all the good players. So it, there has to be a compromise. There has to be a middle. And if both teams can't meet it, then. And uh, next episode is going to be... Uh... Hey, 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 is this your show or my show? Hey, your show. But I need to know. I need to know. I need to know. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, next show should be wide receiver. I don't plan on doing another, like, maybe second thoughts running backs. Uh, but, of course, some things may happen during the week. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But for right now, it's going to be next Monday. We're going to be talking about wide receivers. Uh, That's my the, section. The, the main people who are going to be giving you the points. Uh, so, and, and to be honest, I did a mock draft. Uh, I did a mock draft, and uh, I went wide receiver first. Uh, and went during the draft, I noticed that just a crap load of wide receivers. Like, you can still go, like, running back in the first two rounds. And later on, still get a decent wide receiver. Yeah, but if you get like good wide receivers early, man, those usually the ones that are. I mean, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Because uh, I did a mock draft, was it today? Yeah, I believe it was today. Um, so here's my team, all right? Here's my team. At quarterback, I have Deshaun Watson. My first wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Boy. My second wide receiver, Amari Cooper. Not bad. Uh, my first running back, Damian Williams, who yeah. I'm kind of iffy in, you know, with the injury, but he's a good running back. Uh, my second running back is Chris Carson. Uh, I'm not too happy about my tight end, Vance McDonald, but he does have that connection with uh, Big Ben. So it could work out. Uh, for my flex, I have DJ Moore, right receiver for the Panthers. Uh, for my kicker, I have Adam Vinatieri, you know, uh, veteran. Just go with a veteran, you know. And for my defense, I have the Cleveland Browns, who the team does look pretty good. The defense team. So I mean, I mean, to me right now, it sounds like a good team. It sounds like a good team. I mean, of course, that's just a mod draft. I really wish I had that team. I mean, not really, because I wasn't really too happy about my running backs. Uh, but that was me going wide receiver first, because uh, you just saw I had DeAndre Hopkins and Amari Cooper, who are both number ones on the team, who are both going to be put on big numbers on the team and then I was able to get Deshaun Watson in the fourth round so having that to me I'm a player that has that likes to have that wide receiver quarterback duo yeah combo. That, yeah that one year I had a big Ben and and AB when when before AB's little stunts right 
That was a really good season. Dude, dude that was a good season. I've been I've been doing this technique every year and it's been working for me. So I always try to do it. Even duos, if it, bro. You wanna get duos. Even if it's a even if it's a wide receiver that's like a number two, you still want to try to get the quarterback because you know the quarterback is gonna be throwing to that guy. Uh, so to me I feel like it's like double points. <laughs> I even know it's not, but it works kinda of like that way. But yeah, next week. On Monday, Receiver. wide receivers, wide receivers. Hey, go down! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's about it, everybody. If you do have any questions, comments, concerns, you think I'm wrong about something, say to my face. No. <laughs> Check out Carbide. <laughs> uh, just, uh, just message me on Facebook. Message me on Twitter. Uh, arguing with myself on Facebook. J- at J E W underscore L E E underscore A N on Twitter. Hit me up. Questions, comments, concerns. Um, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. Uh, any questions you got, we'll answer them, as always. And uh, like my friend Rahelio said, check out Carbide on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, Spotify, and Apple and Music, Spotify, Amazon Music if you have Amazon it. Amazon Music and all that good stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, that's going to be it for, the, for today, guys. And uh, talk to you guys later. Later. Peace out. <laughs>